0: recording in three two oh look at that we are live today we have big news for the podcast ava gets the common man's machine gun and we share the secret on how anybody can start their own shooting range in their own home welcome to the podcast hey everyone welcome and once again peaches is not on my lap i
1: don't know where she's at like i feel like she doesn't really want to be a part of this podcast
0: overworked and underpaid i say i think she might be on a strike there
1: yeah, you know who else might be on a strike.
0: <laughs> Speaking of big changes to the podcast, we thought we'd dive right on into it. Me, I, I might go on a strike. I might just, I might ask for higher wages.
1: Yeah, so guys, unfortunately, Dalen is—he's taking a little break from the podcast. Um, really important that you guys know that, like, we're—we're, we're, I guess, parting ways. Like on good, you know, like there's nothing. There wasn't anything bad that happened. It's just that, um, we've just decided, we've just decided to like go separate ways. So I'm sure you guys are freaking out right now and you're like, no, what's gonna happen to the show because you really enjoy it. There is still going to be a show. It's just gonna be a little bit different. Daylan's not gonna be here with us anymore. He'll probably hopefully still pop in time to time, maybe make an appearance if you, you know, hopefully you don't forget about the little people.
0: Yeah, Ava's gonna be doing some really cool stuff. We're still nailing down exactly what that's gonna be. Um, By the time you're listening to this, Ava, you'll probably already have everything ironed out and you'll have a clear roadmap for everything. But the podcast is still going to be an absolute blast. The overall tone and the idea behind it, Ava has her own podcast, Super Professional Industry Insiders. And this podcast is like more on the fun and crazy side. So uh, ideally, that's something that will continue. So you guys don't need to worry that it's all going to change and up and leave, uh, even though I will not be here As often, I might come back once in a while. We'll see.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's jump right into it. Um, I have an announcement. I just got the new iPhone Max Pro, and I got to say I'm a little sad because uh, my last phone was an iPhone 11 Pro or something like that, and it still had the lightning charger, and now this is the USB-C, which I guess is like, you know like what the whole entire rest of the world uses but it kind of sucks
0: yeah that was like the biggest (laughs) flex on everybody except for i mean having the iphone 11 you know that's that's the everyday thing everybody has to upgrade eventually so
1: yeah well i i upgraded and i'm paying for it and i just had to get all the new chargers so if you guys hear my doorbell ring it's probably amazon delivering all of my chargers (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, and and personally, I'm a big fan of USB-C. So for everybody listening, I'm on the USB-C bandwagon. I'm super excited that that got all switched up. Yeah, uh, so that's just me. That's just me. All
1: right, let's jump into a mail call. Who wants to go first? Because
0: I'm going to go we... first because you already did like a ha- half mail call the, about the iPhone. So I'm going to do mine, and then you can do your mail call. All
1: right. Sorry, I just had to flex on everyone and be like, yeah, you know, I got the new iPhone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, so something I got recently that is a very very cool. I have half of it right here. It is the Recover Tactical. There, G. I think it's the. Um, let me make sure I'm going to get this right. But it's it's this holster made by Recover Tactical, and essentially what it does is it allows you. It doesn't say the exact model on here, and it's I'm just blanking on it right now. I'm in a brain fart but essentially it's their holster that allows you to essentially mount this chunk to the front of your gun for everybody listening it goes on the glock uh rail underneath of the frame like on the picatinny rail yeah well it's not a picatinny on the on a glock but it's oh yeah 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 and then essentially it will i say essentially a lot here because i'm trying to figure out a good way to describe it but it clips into a holster on your belt that doesn't hold the entire gun it just holds that part that you mounted so you there's way more of your gun it literally kind of looks like this when it's mounted the gun just sits there the tr- and it covers the trigger the holster so it's a really cool little thing great for the range um it's not like some super it doesn't have like all these levels of retention like a safari land or something like that but it is an awesome range.
1: Tool. So I think, don't they use that for like speed shooting and stuff like that? I think I have one of those. And I actually, I completely forgot about this company. Um, I just, I haven't really heard much about it. But I remember actually seeing this, I don't know, maybe like five or six years ago. And I'm pretty sure I have one in my big bin of holsters. And it is kind of cool. It's it's definitely different than like what you're used to seeing when you think holster, you think, you know, it's covering the trigger, guard and the trigger. Uh, this does not, but... I, th- I think it's just, essentially, it's it's for competition shooting, if I'm not mistaken.
0: It's the G7, um, and interestingly enough, the holster it comes with, it has like these two prongs. That's, I wish I had it to show. Unfortunately, it's on a setup that I have that I was using in a video, but it comes up and it covers the trigger. So it has that protection from the trigger, but it literally covers nothing else on the gun. So it just kind of comes up like that. It's cool.
1: Can I just say, so even though you're, like, leaving us and, I mean, like, Peaches and I, just don't be a hand model because, like, those Band-Aids on your hand and, yeah, I don't know what's going on with your life.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, just uh, gouged my finger, doing some home renos, and it was followed by me grumbling and shouting. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah.
1: All right, so now my turn. So um, this is something that I've been waiting for for a while. Franklin Armory has um, teased us with it quite a bit for a little while. So it is the Glock 17 uh, binary trigger from Franklin Armory. And it's not just the trigger because it's also the slide as well. And Mm. I have it set up in the Glock 17. Unfortunately, it only works with the Gen 3. But um, I did and you guys could check out my review of it, but I also got it to work in my Polymer 80, which is also very similar to a Gen 3. So very similar to uh, any of the binary triggers. So um, the reason why it's the slide, why why they changed out the slide is, uh, obviously there's a lot more internal, but you also need a safety selector. Um, so well, I guess the
0: selector. So you're telling me there's a selector for binary rather than it just being flat out a binary yeah. trigger.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so with all Franklin Armory's binary triggers, you have the option of just shooting either semi-auto, binary, or if you want to put it in safe, you can. And that is the same with the uh, the Glock trigger as well. And um, you can see uh, there's like the, there's the two cartridges uh, right down here for right. a binary mode. You flip it up, and then it's semi. And then I think if you if it's yeah i guess it's just the maybe the one two i gotta mess with that um but if you so if you guys are not familiar with binary so when you pull the trigger and a cartridge around a bullet shoots out and then as you release the trigger around shoots out i've already shot this and i was like man this is gonna be so weird like imagine you know your entire life you're just shooting semi-automatic pistols and it's just one round for every pull of the trigger like pull and release. And now it's two rounds and I thought for sure it was going to like kind of mess me up. It does take some concentration, um, but it it was, I mean, it was fun. It was pretty cool. And then I also aimed it at a target to see like how accurate I would be with all of, you know, just shooting in binary mode. And um, I think, I don't know, I want to say like maybe dinner plate size and all of it was within the maybe six or eight inch diameter
0: That's interesting because when you think of binary, or when you think of a regular semi-auto gun, um, by the way, I have like a Mantis laser training bullet in here because that's what we're going to be talking about today, so you guys will see that. But when you are firing, you pull the trigger, and then you use that time between taking your finger off the trigger to let your gun come down because, you know, you have to manage the recoil and bring it back down. That's usually the time that I take my finger off the trigger, so with the binary, you'd have to get used to Bringing the gun down before you take your finger off and in between every release and pull. So that's a really yeah. interesting kind of dynamic. It, it's,
1: it's interesting. Like when you look at my video of me shooting, it's just kind of like it kind of seems like I'm sort of rocking back and forth with it. Like it's not just a straight, you know, like I'm, I try to have my best to like absorb that recoil, but it takes some, some getting used to. But like either way, I think it's freaking awesome. I love Franklin Armory for thinking outside the box. Um, if you guys want to use one, they did give me a coupon code. They are a sponsor, a sponsor of mine. So just AVA, A-V-A, and you're going to get 10% off. And that's franklinarmory.com.
0: Very cool. So, Ava, that brings us to our would you rather question today. And uh, we only have one. So you guys, um, I guess normally we're always plugging you guys to send would you rather questions and send, send listener questions as well. But given the fact that Ava is probably going to be taking this podcast in a slightly different direction You actually don't need to do that this week, but she will have some requests for you Undoubtedly, uh, once she <laughs> starts sort of a new system for the podcast. So do keep that in mind Um, i'm excited to see what those things are but the would you rather today is a take on one of the polls I did on my channel and on my channel I asked something very similar to this. So would you rather instantly get $30,000 in free gear or instantly become fit and be able to run, you know, 10K miles or 10K, 10K, not 10,000, 10 kilometers and, you know, lift new personal records. Oh, I know. Kilometers. How gross. But which would you rather be instantly fit or be able to get $30,000 of gear instantly? Ava?
1: I don't know. That's tough because I feel like I already have that in my life both of them no I'm
0: kidding you have a lot of gear and your your exercise <laughs> I'm, I'm, and well what you're supposed to do
1: I mean I say that I say that I'm fit but at, right before the show started I was like man I feel like I got hit by a bus like my whole body hurts so bad and I don't know why it's just been this a week like it just everything hurts um but so yeah I mean I do you and I we both work out and I think we're relatively healthy um i have a gummy bear addiction so you know not 100 <laughs> percent. but i would love to be able to run i'm not a runner i think i could run like a quarter of a football field and then my lungs are expanding in ways that they've never expanded before it feels like i've been a smoker my entire life even though i'm not i don't smoke anything uh i don't know i think would you you think you would remain fit
0: well, this isn't, like, for the rest of forever. This is, like, if, you, if it, you're if you at that level, my guess is you'd have to maintain it, right? Yeah. Um, which isn't easy, but you skip the whole work to get there. You just have to maintain it. And part of me wonders is, like, if you're instantly fit, you know, are you really in the mental space to maintain it? So, you know, there's yeah. a little bit of that as well.
1: That's true. Yeah. Um... I'm gonna go with the thirty K in, in gear.
0: Yeah, uh that's it's tempting for me because I would just tell myself to pick thirty K in gear and then I wouldn't be allowed to touch it until I could hit certain yeah. fitness goals. <laughs> Because I, you know, we both work out, we both do the exercise. So I think, I think that's would be my reasoning behind it is, I mean, I run, I can, I run three miles every day. So I've done, you know, a half marathon here and there, maybe like three times, but it's, it would, you know, I think there's a lot more I could do.
1: Yeah. So no, lot, I would. Is more. Absolutely. I mean, it would be nice to see like how fit I could get. And I was like, I was the fittest that I've ever been right before 2020. Like I had muscles in places that I didn't even know you could have muscle.
0: Ava had Uh, muscles, you know, everywhere.
1: So I had muscles like on my, on my like hip, like my outer thigh, like that muscle. And I was like, what is this? Like it was, it was awesome. And all you want to do, like when, when you do get to that, that like fit stage all you want to do is continue to work out yeah so i don't know i feel like i could maintain it um but yeah i mean i i still i feel like i am still relatively fit so i'll take the 30k in gear
0: i think uh despite the fact that i think it would be fun i think i would go for being fit instantly and then i would have to make a very good plan to maintain it um probably a little bit more than an time maybe you know.
1: you know what okay so um there's this guy that i follow on instagram and i kind of have like a little bit of a crush i call him the axe daddy and that's not really his name <laughs> <laughs> um but
0: he know who you're talking about he's the buff guy who splits logs and <laughs> yes. when we watch him all day oh my it's word it's
1: so hot like especially when there is a um like, a knot in the tree, like, in the stump that he's, I'm like, oh, and then, like, listening to him breathing, you're like, he's so hot, oh okay, God, I swear okay, to awesome. <laughs> but oh God. I'm like, he probably makes, like, quite a bit of money doing this, so, like, you could be fit, pimp yourself out, and then be able to afford the 3K gear. <laughs>
0: this question went off the rails for everybody listening and we apologize <laughs> uh we're gonna move along but let us know which you would pick 30k in free gear or be instantly fit we okay, do well, want to know
1: but yeah also look up uh something thor i forget his his first name i just call him max daddy but yeah all right uh let's see here listener question so somebody asked what other hobbies do you guys have or are you both always just on the range
0: Hmm. Well, Ava, you've mentioned your mushroom hunting, uh, temporary hobbies. That's a seasonal one.
1: Yeah. Um, that's so
0: over. what else do you do that's not mushroom hunting and shooting?
1: I do love plants and I've loved plants. Like honestly, ever since my mom passed away, cause I grew up with like a lot of, my mom always had plants in the house and I wasn't really into it or like she was like really into gardening. And then after she passed away, I, um, I just like you know bought how like plants to keep in the house because it reminded me of her and worked on my garden, and it was a very like a lot of trial and error. There was a lot of plants that died, uh, you know, through that learning process. But now, plant
0: to keep alive.
1: Um, ones that like tropical ones, especially for me being in Colorado. Like the other day, I thought about buying this plant that was kind of rare, but it was tropical and. I used to go all out. Like I had probably like 200 plants in my house. I had humidifiers everywhere. I got a reverse osmosis system for my stupid humidifier so that the the water would be even more pure and it was it was like a full-time job. And now I don't mess around with any humidifier stuff. So, I still have lots of plants and like stuff that's actually worth a lot of money. Um and then Oh, and then I also I make candles. So now that it's getting colder, which I hate, But on the plus side, um, I do have a – well, I created, like, a little candle business called Cork and Wax. And um, I started – I dabbled in that towards the end of the season and then took a break with summer. But I'm going to start it back up. And that's actually – if you've ever tried to make a candle, there's so much more science behind it than you would think. It's not just, like, cool, take a wick, pour some wax, add some fragrance, and, like, you're set Lots of trial and error with that as well.
0: You know what you should do? You know how there's like crime energy drinks and like Mr. Beast chocolate? You should have (laughs) your own candles and sponsor it on your podcast. Brilliant idea.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're right. That would be it. And I'll be like, and now we're going to hear from our sponsor, Cork and Wax. So do you guys love the smell of lilac in the winter? Me too.
0: (laughs) I dare you to do that once. I bet you will not be able to keep up with orders. That would be fun. (laughs)
1: What hobbies do you do?
0: Uh, I really enjoy shooting so huh? uh, it's it's a it's a hard one. I I really like hiking outdoors, mountain stuff like that. Um, mm. any outdoor stuff I always grew up doing that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. a lot of you know 14 days ultralight that sort of stuff. Oh dang! I I used to do that a lot. So when my kids are old enough to do it with me, that will definitely be something I do with them. Um, you know, West Coast Trail. I was on. I was raised on the West Coast in Canada, so West Coast Trail, Nootka Island. Uh, you know, just a few, just absolutely beautiful, gorgeous thing places to hike. So I love doing that sort of stuff. Um, I am a business person at heart, so like I have a bajillion side hustles. That sound really boring, and they might be, but if they make money, I don't really care. Yeah,
1: I mean, nobody's judging you for selling your dirty socks. It's totally fine.
0: (laughs) It's a little bit bit more useful to society than that. But I do stuff like, uh, if you look up my name on Spotify, you'll see that I have music on Spotify that makes a little bit of money. Oh, So that's like one of my side hustle things that I do. Amazon reviews um is another one that makes a little bit of money, and I just do random, random little side things. Uh, That's pretty funny. Yeah. Yes, That's a little awesome. bit of spending money. Very cool. <laughs>
1: All right, so now listener comments, and you guys had quite a bit of comments. Um, yep. Let's see. Actually, one person that I think was a little mad at Dalen for his uh, his list of the top ten guns. <laughs>
0: Jalen, why didn't it you was read that one? Iron Horseman 8768. 8. Iron Horseman 8768 8 said, interesting top uh, interesting list of top ten. Notice how he didn't say it was good. All right, here's what we here's what he said. But what no lever guns? The eighteen seventy-three <laughs> and the ninety-four are iconic in the West. Very true. And to add insult to injury, you didn't include the nineteen eleven, <laughs> which to be fair was like we, I knew I should have added it, but we just had to, you know.
1: Oh, no, don't. No, 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 no. Don't pull me into this. I told you right when I was reading that list, I was like, wait a minute. Because I didn't read it beforehand. No. Had I read it beforehand, I would have been like, we need to fix this
0: stat. We did top. Yeah, we did the Tommy gun instead of the 1911. That was ooh, controversial. And then mm-hmm. they said, I think you need a new person to select firearms for these lists. So maybe we need to do an Ava's top 10 firearms of history. Yeah. Um, thanks for the video, uh, Iron Horseman eight seven six eight. So thank you for leaving that comment and agree to disagree, I guess. Nineteen eleven's not my cup of tea.
1: I know, but it still was one of the top most influential guns.
0: And I think yeah, that well, was the yeah. We'll see. Dalen's you know, top ten guns of history. Isn't that how history works?
1: Yeah. Person who
0: writes it gets to decide it or something. Absolutely.
1: Ah, uh, this one is from Dale Henry forty six ninety four. Never a bad day watching Pew Pew panel.
0: Yeah, that was nice Thank to read. Thank you. Uh, and we guns, have one from. Oh yeah, go for it. Your friend,
1: your friend, guns blazing rant. That guy, he's. I do like that he's so interactive with us, and I appreciate his support. So, um, I'm sure he's listening. I appreciate that. So, Florida man here. It's definitely something in the water and lots of birth defects.
0: We were talking about how crazy Florida is and how crazy specifically Florida man is. I know. Um, So there you go. Apparently it is in the water. Yeah, I know. Uh,
1: All right. And then uh, AK All Day. um, Actually, he had two comments. So he said.
0: You read the first one, Ava. I'll read the second one because there's a jab at you there. Okay. So he he said, so when's
1: the hunting party? Tis the season for fools daring to call peaches ugly (laughs) my favorite aka a shorty full auto sega 12
0: yeah there were some people that were calling peaches names and uh yeah. i guess you're still allowed to listen to the podcast you know what, what uh, I do, but
1: i mean that's and, and we wonder why peaches isn't making an appearance anymore she just she can't yeah. take it you know she didn't have thick enough skin unfortunately she's not like us
0: well but... AK all day at least peaches knows that AK all day is there to defend her uh yeah. and then going off of that ava don't get too excited. Thanks for answering the question, Dalen. Also, Ava, I fixed the four star review. Yes, it was an accident. Sheesh. Get off my are getting on my case for over two podcasts in a row. Petty Betty. Oh Kristen, insulting Peaches. You can beef with me, deal. So you you got beef. Once we find whoever's insulting Peaches. Then okay. I think I mean, they, they have their list of priorities straight of who they like on this podcast. First, it's Peaches. Then it's me. And then Ava, I'm sorry. It sounds like you're just kind of in the hierarchy right down here. So I guess that's the way it is.
1: All right. Well, moving forward. <laughs> all right. Should we get into our main topic?
0: Wait, yes, let's do it.
1: So this one, I think is this was a good idea. This was your your idea, and essentially you wanted to go over um and like for how like how people could make ranges in their house like and we're talking about dry fire. We're not talking about live fire as much as I would love to even have like a live fire range in my basement. And I thought about it, but I'm like, ooh, if they find out, like I could probably get into a lot of trouble.
0: Uh, unless you're the collector, I don't know if you've seen that guy, but he has a range in his basement. So unless you're him yeah. and you have his sort of budget, dry fire is what the rest of us are going to be sticking to.
1: Yeah, but so even if you have the budget, a lot of times you can't even, like in the, you'd have to get, you'd have to pull permits for it. and just uh,
0: in the middle of nowhere.
1: Exactly, yeah. yeah. I have a strict HOA store in my life. Uh, so anyways, we, we came up with a few ideas on how you guys could set up a dry fire range in your house. And I think this is perfect, especially as you know, like the climate's getting a little colder. Fall's here, unfortunately, which I hate. Fall, everything dies. My hair gets staticky. I'm not a fan of pumpkin spice. I'm sure, Daylin is, but uh, that's neither here <laughs> well, nor there. <laughs>
0: fall is the best season. Uh, so, everybody, comment your favorite season down below. Ava doesn't like fall. I love it. I love spring. But- my least favorite is summer. Ooh, don't, don't, you guys. I know. Ew. My least favorite is summer.
1: No wonder you're pale. <laughs> 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 no, that was me and I'm pale too. <laughs> uh,
0: I'm more like red skin tone. My yeah. face is, yeah, my pigmentation's all messed up. I have $2 <laughs> white and red. I burn. Mm-hmm. But summer is my least favorite. Fall is definitely my favorite, Ava. So how dare you? Sorry.
1: All right. So do you want to start this off? Like how would somebody go about set something like this up Uh,
0: let's break this up into two segments one are different tools and ways you can dry fire then the second part we're going to go over how to set up like a range at home and like Mm. how to use it effectively so there are a few different tools you can use we're going to go over some and uh to be clear we're actually sponsored by some of the people that we're going to talk about but i'm going to cover the ones that anybody can do first because i don't want this to feel like you know a giant ad for mantis spoiler alert because they do Mm -hmm. dry fire stuff so um to start off you can just use your handgun making sure that the gun is unloaded um chambers clear and physically inspect it as well as well as visually inspecting it but then you can use your gun to aim at objects around your home so just you know you can pick up your gun your glock for example you can rack that slide and you can just aim with your iron sights at different things practicing your trigger pull It might seem a little bit ridiculous because you're not training for that recoil, but it is wild how well it works. I Mm -hmm. did it for like six months during the ammo shortage, and I was just getting into guns. And from the first time I shot like my first 30 rounds at the range, and then like a month later when I could finally find ammo, I was very surprised that it kept my skills sharp, and I actually improved dramatically. So just picking up your gun, um, racking that slide, and practicing... Is a great great tool. Uh, that's mm-hmm. like nothing fancy, just your gun.
1: Yeah, and I know some people might be worried about damaging their firing pin, which I, I think it just it depends on the gun. In most cases, these guns are able to take it. It's not going to damage the the firing pin. But if you are worried about that, you could always get snap caps, and yep. a lot of the snap caps are going to prevent that. Um, but also, snap caps are great, like a great tool to use for dry fire. Um, if you want to, you know practice also clearing a you know a malfunction or something like that and so uh so yeah i just wanted to include that as well so yeah you guys i mean if you want you can start today and you don't need to buy any sort of um any sort of accessory to help with that dry fire you can you know like dalen said just make sure the gun's unloaded take out the magazine make sure that the chamber is clear and then Uh, just go ahead and start dry firing, and it does make a huge difference.
0: And then going along with that, when you're dry firing, you do have to rack that slide every time to reset the hammer, but there are some guns. For example, the Taurus G2C, for all the rubbish that Taurus gets and all the uh, slanders comments some people have to say about Taurus, they do have some pretty good guns. The Taurus G2C is a double-action trigger, which means you do not have to reset that slide every time you wanna pull the trigger. So that's something to keep in mind. Guns like that, you can simply pull the trigger time after time after time, and you don't need to reset it. So those can be really good tools. That being said, the trigger pull will be slightly different than when you're firing single action. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now let's jump into some tools you can buy. now these aren't gonna be expensive. So I still highly recommend that if you have a couple extra bucks, set aside a little bit of money Instead of buying two or three boxes of ammo, your money will be much better spent on this if you use it, right? That's the caveat. You need to use these tools if if you are gonna buy them, but they're not expensive. So the first one slides right into your um, barrel. And I believe this comes with the Mantis uh, Laser Training Academy. You can get nine millimeter, 45, 40, chambered in whatever you want, but essentially it slides in if you guys can see, when you pull that trigger, you see that red dot, that is a laser emitter. So essentially you can point it at the wall. I'm gonna point it at, this, at the um, wall behind me and you can see a red dot when I fire. And so that allows you to see where you're hitting. And that could be a really useful tool because it lets you know which direction you're pulling your gun. When you pull the trigger, are you pulling it down? Are you hitting your target? So that's a step above just doing regular dry fire. Yeah, um, that way you can see exactly where you're hitting so that's a great tool.
1: Yeah, a lot of people like the Laser Academy. I have mine right here and you can there's two different types. Um you can just get like the the smaller like on the go system which I think is like $99 or the one that comes with all these upgrades um for I think it's like $149, but it also comes with like different targets that are interactive for the different drills. Uh, that you can do, and you're doing this all on the Mantis app, and then it comes with different tripods, so like, you know, this little thing right here, if if you want something that's a little bit lower, or it has one that's a lot taller, that's about, uh, I think it goes all the way up to like two feet, little stands to put your targets. so if you want to put them, you know, throughout your house and stuff like that, And um, and the biggest thing is like the drills that it offers, so even if, if you're just sitting there and you want to just like shoot point blank at the target and kind of work on accuracy to, you know, hit those bullseyes, you could do that. Or if you're a little bit more experienced, and you're like, all right, well, this is kind of boring. Like I already know how to hit bullseyes, but I want to work on, uh, let's say, doing a mag change and still, you know, hitting accurately. You could do that. I mean, there's all kinds of drills. And then what's also fun is like, let's say Dalen and I, we want to have like a friendly competition between each other. We could do that we could create like our own little group and invite whoever we want into it and then uh, just kind of have like a little bit of friendly competition and see who scores uh, the highest.
0: Yeah, so it's a really useful tool because, yeah, like you said, there's an app when you get any Mantis system that just integrates into the device itself. So it comes with a whole bunch of tools.
1: I will say, so the only confusing part, and this took me a second, is so Mantis... They have uh, just the Mantis app and then the Laser Academy app. So just make sure that, you know, there might be that confusion. And if you're like, well, I don't see Laser Academy on the regular Mantis app, um, look for the Laser Academy app. And then if you want, you could also use both of them. So the Mantis app, this is what you would use like the X2, X3, and X10 on. And this is a little device that would typically go on like the Picatinny rail in front of your gun or... Yeah, like it would slide on. um, Or if you don't have a rail, you could also get adapters that would go on the bottom of your magazine. And this will show, it's actually, I mean, it's, it's pretty genius. It'll show all of the movement before, during, and after as you take that shot. And you'd be surprised how much your gun actually moves around. Like even just like trying to point the gun at the bullseye and line your sights up with the, you know, with the target. You could save so much time and movement just by realizing, like, okay, it turns out I, you know, don't have to go all over the place, all over the target. Um, I have to be a little bit more, uh, I guess, conscious of my movement before that, just lining up the sights. And then it'll show you, you know, um, a lot of people, they'll jerk the trigger or they'll um, anticipate the shot. So it'll nosedive as you're squeezing that trigger. So it's like all of this stuff. It's like having a personal instructor, and it's it's amazing. But you can use the X10 or any of those, the X devices with the Laser Academy.
0: Yeah. So, and it's sort of like you said, there's the two apps. One, if I'm not mistaken, is for tracking hits with your little laser bullet. And then the other one is, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, it shows you your movements. Is that the way that those two apps work?
1: Essentially. Yeah. 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 And then
0: it's very specific as well. Like the X10 will tell you, the reason you hit these two shots off target is because you were flinching when you were pulling the trigger or you pull you're pulling left every single time. So mm-hmm. kind of sharpen that up. So it's like you said, it's an, it's like an actual um, instructor.
1: Yeah. And I mean, and even if you have a lot of experience, like I think I'm a decent shot and uh, it even had some pretty good like recommendations for me where it was like your left hand needs to be a little bit more I think it was like supportive or something like that and I think i I wasn't really putting my left hand to work and I was like that makes sense you know so there's that um there's also a lot of other different stuff that isn't necessarily mantis um you can get a I mean there's there's quite a few like laser companies out there I've tried some of them and in my experience I noticed a lot of them were picking up ghost shots. So like, it would, just, it would claim that you were hitting the target. And like, I was like, well, I didn't even pull the trigger. So that's kind of awkward. Um, so just kind of do your research and make sure that, you know, whatever you're spending your money on is something that has, you know, good reviews. Um, and then there's also, I saw something at SHOT Show that I, I tried, and it was kind of cool. Um, it's called Fire And Dalen, do you have any experience with that? With that um,
0: I've, I've seen, I've heard of them, never used it personally. From what I understand, it's essentially a CO2 recoil system. So you can, you know, put the magazine and the right slide on a gun you already have. For example, yeah. you would put a special magazine inside your Glock, put a special slide on your Glock, and then it would let you, it would um, move the slide as you pull the trigger, from what I understand. And then it kind of simulates more of that recoil.
1: It's kind of similar to, like, um, an airsoft gun. I don't know if you have any experience with airsoft guns.
0: Uh, yeah, in my opinion, I mean, depending on the airsoft gun, actually, there are some that try and, um, you know, recreate the feeling of shooting an actual gun as much as possible. Um, but, yeah, similar to, like, a BB gun an, or, an, or CO2-powered airsoft gun um, mm-hmm. rather than an electric airsoft gun. So, yeah, it could be very similar to that, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but that was kind of cool. So if you don't want to constantly like reset, you know, the the trigger on your semi-auto, uh, or if you don't have double action only or something like that, that's you know that's kind of an alternative.
0: Another option I thought I'd pull this out actually because I was just testing it out here for not resetting the trigger is the Mantis X. Um, that's hey. one that works on the AR platform.
1: Hey, Dalen, guess what? This is so awkward.
0: It's almost like they both knew what we were going to be talking about.
1: What? This is... Oh, and you put it in your stag arms?
0: Did you put it in your stag arms? Yeah. Actually?
1: Yeah. No, seriously, I did.
0: really funny. So this is the stag arms three gun.
1: What optics do you have on it?
0: This is the Gideon Mediator. This is a sick optic that switches between a regular red dot uh, donut of death and then the donut of death red dot combo.
1: Okay. Well, mine's from Hollison, but still, it's it's hilarious that we have we're literally using same yeah we have like the exact same gun
0: too funny
1: yeah that's really funny we didn't plan that um my optics just like slightly more forward than your well no maybe not
0: no it is yours is yours is a couple uh rings wow yeah
1: crazy okay so anyway so this thing is amazing. So they have just the Blackbeard and that is a little less expensive than the Blackbeard X. The only difference is is the Blackbeard. So it allows you to reset the trigger and you don't have to keep pulling back that charging handle. And how this works is you would take out the, you know, open up the pins, take out the charging handle, the bolt carrier group, and then you would insert this thing that is shaped like the charging handle and bolt her- carrier group, slide that in. That is the laser. And then, yes, thank you. Ooh, I have an ears. So it's a little lubricated. (laughs) Or is that? Yeah. Um, And then the magazine is the uh, battery pack. And actually, how you could tell the difference between the Blackbeard X and just the Blackbeard is the size. Uh, So the Blackbeard X, it looks like it has it would hold like an additional 10 rounds size wise, it looks like it would it's the same in size as like a 30 round mag versus a twenty round. Um but so they both allow you to dry fire without having to, you know, reset the trigger every time. The only difference is, is the X has that same that same um what's it called? Right. Like yeah, as the as like the X ten, X two, X three. So it shows you your movement. So if you're doing like for example, I was doing like multiple target engagement. And just going from like, you know, hitting this target to that target to that target and just kind of seeing my movement. Also, you know, if I were to do competitions or something, that's something that I would want to tighten up significantly. Even if I don't do competitions, just if I'm using this for like home defense or something, you want to make sure that like as you're moving and shooting the next target that you're not going to be all over the place. So this is, you know, this is really, this is fun.
0: Yeah, it's a very and just listen to that. Put that up to the microphone so people can hear it. It's a really satisfying click and a satisfying reset and a satisfying noise as well. Oh. So it's, and it's it resets so quickly that I can outrun it, but I wouldn't be outrunning it in a serious scenario. It's it's you have to be pretty quick. What color laser do you have? I have green because I have I a red sound uh, No way. Yep, there you go. Um then the reason I do green is because I have a red dot and so it allows me to
1: Oh yeah, to see like the the difference. difference. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Cool. So that's kind of what I'm rocking.
1: Um and then uh yeah, I mean so the the biggest thing though that I've noticed though, is like people set something up in their house is like I think you kind of just have to set it up and have it be set up. Oh, here's peaches. Set it up kind of permanently because the one thing that I've noticed is if I'm messing around with it, it's, you know, it's fun and, you know, I'll play around with it for like an hour or two and then I put it back in the box and then I don't get it out until, I don't know, because I'm just like, eh, I don't want to set everything up. So I would say like, you know, if you have an extra room or some, you know, some space in your basement or something like that, um, as long as you're storing your gun safely and it's not falling in the wrong hands, have something set up so that you could go to it. Often and um, and practice because it's not going to do you any good, you know, if you're not going to practice.
0: And I'm a massive proponent of having multiple identical guns. Like it's one thing that I honestly like. I preach. Like I think if I'm going to be practicing shooting, I'm going to be practicing with my carry gun, and I want to be the best with my carry gun because that's the most likely scenario I'm going to need to use my handgun. Mm -hmm. But there's the possibility I'm going to need to use it in my home, but I don't want. The light and in like it's gonna kind of mess up my holster setup and so maybe my home defense gun is exactly the same it's the same gun as my carry gun but it has a weapon mounted light also I know it's always gonna be where I want whereas if I'm if it's my carry gun maybe I go put it in a different safe or maybe I go and take it to the range and it ends up going back into the safe with all my other guns or I put <clears> it into you know a different spot in my house so I know that if I have two of the same gun, I'm practiced with this gun, but it stays my by my bed, and it's the sort of the same thing with um, this. If you're gonna, I mean, let's be honest, everybody has two ARs, and the first one is pretty much the same as your last one, maybe a different barrel length or whatever. But I'm a big proponent of saying, "Yep, have two of this. You can have two of the same gun. If you always, if you need to convert it back out of the." Training configuration, you can, but you always have your gun ready to go and you don't have your laser trainer stuck inside of it because that would suck. So I always say make sure you have your gun that you use, not configured with the laser trainer. And if you want to be able to practice with it, maybe a second gun would be a good idea.
1: And then also make sure that you guys charge all of your accessories afterwards because uh, I've just gotten to the habit. Like after I'm, I'm done practicing, they just go and they get charged and then I set it back down. Because nothing's worse than, like, realizing, like, oh, I want to practice. And you're like, well, the battery is dead. And then you have to wait, like, an hour or so for it to
0: charge. I have not charged this thing yet. And I've used it a lot. Uh, Let's see what the battery is at. Because it looks like we are at hmm, two out of four. So I'm halfway through the battery. Good for you, Ava, but the battery lasts a while.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it definitely does, but I just, like, get into the habit of just, you know,
0: topping it off. So Now, I think that covers all the tools people can use, but let's go over how to set up a good dry fire practice arena, if you will, Um, like a good range. Because I was talking to um, one of the guys at Taurus. I was talking to Caleb, and on my call... Um, you know, he was wanting to demo a specific gun And he showed me And, you know, he had his laser trainer inside And you could see on the wall He had his little laser trainer targets So, um, you know, he had his office set up as a space And I think that's the best place If you guys work from home yeah. I'm not saying go set this up at your office If you work in an office building But if you work from home It could be a wonderful opportunity To stick some targets on a far wall And, you know, while you're on a phone call or while you're on a Zoom call with like 15 people and you're not talking, you're just supposed to be there so you know what's happening, you know, you can be doing your dry fire training. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, depending on the company you work for, maybe you need to turn your camera off for that. I don't know. But <laughs> it's a it's a good opportunity to kind of have an office space set up. It's where people won't be coming in. Um, just to make sure that before you begin your dry fire practice, you've thoroughly cleared your gun and then you'll be good
1: yeah no i think that's that's a great idea um i'm i mean i'm a huge multitasker even when i brush my teeth i do like squats (laughs) like
0: (laughs) i have children so like if i can get 10 seconds to brush my teeth i'll take it but
1: (laughs) yeah um but it's it's
0: all about just like
1: setting yourself up for success and making sure that you're actually going to use that stuff um and uh yeah and i think that's really it and then and then another thing is, like, I would also take some time, and if you guys are using your guns for home defense, which, why wouldn't you, um, tour your house and kind of practice, like, where you would take cover, can you know, what you could use for concealment. Deck uh, walls?
0: Yes. That means running through your house with your gun, and it probably means you're accidentally going to smash a wall.
1: No. So, <laughs> if you practice, though, you probably won't. I mean, with enough practice. True. And that's why you want to practice because if you're not, think about all the things that you're going to run into. You don't know your perception of, you know, like how far away that door is or where this wall is. And then it's going to be in the middle of the night. So like, that's why I'm like practice now so that you kind of have a little bit of an edge over, you know, if it, you know, gosh, for better
0: happens. And if it is much of a liability as it might seem to have your kids' Legos spread out all over the floor, it actually is a Uh good self-defense tactic as they come Uh in, you know where the threats are and they don't. So just like, you know, make sure the Legos stay there and you know where they are and you'll be fine. Um, But jumping into targets really quickly, I'm going to go over briefly different ways you can practice. So one, aim at things around your house. You know, if there's like a door that joins at the corner, you can just dry fire right at that specific spot. Um, If you have a laser, you're going to see where you're hitting. So just aim at things. It could even be like if you're watching the TV and there's somebody on TV, you can dry fire into the TV. I've heard of people who thought they were dry firing into the TV and they shot their TV. Mm -hmm. So definitely make sure your gun is cleared before you do any of these activities. But a TV is a great option. There's lots of great targets. Uh, You can just print out targets, paper targets. You can actually print out the mantis targets. But if you buy them, they're cardstock so they can stand themselves on like a little stand. So they'll stand up. Mm Whereas if you're going to print them out, uh, you'd need to like ta- sticky tack them to the wall or tape them to the wall. That's another option. And then another one I love, if your office is small and you don't get a very good distance, but you want to be able to practice, Mantis has these adorable little half-size, they're actually like quarter-size targets. So because they're so tiny, you could just put this across the wall in your office and still get some good practice in. So a yeah. uh, little half-size targets is another good option. And I think that's I think that's pretty much everything I can think of, except for maybe Mantis does, yeah, like they have stands that come with their training academy. And so if you have places to rest them in the stands, you could put those around your room. But yeah, just kind of setting up a place, uh, like you said, going around your home and practicing. Heck, you could yeah. put these targets around your house, but I like my office because I know nothing's going to get moved.
1: So. yeah exactly so i'll set up for my house but like those don't stay other otherwise i'll have like a space in my basement that
0: that can your, you your know visitors would just think you're an absolute yeah easy person
1: i know is this why i just can't get a boyfriend <laughs> no i <laughs> just kidding <laughs> um all right well i think that that wraps up the main topic and now it is time for listener of the week and one of you guys was so nice to uh to leave a review, let me pull this up. Uh so from Grady Fogless Song, Fogless Song, uh titled Great Podcast. My favorite state is Arizona, ten months of great weather and only two months of too hot. And you know what, honestly, with it getting cold, I kinda wouldn't mind some Arizona weather right now. So
0: Yeah. I see I Daylen, see bad men out there. Yeah. <laughs> I see Aaron with admin out there and he's sweating like 10 months out of the year. So I don't know about, I don't know about that, but no, I'm just teasing. but yeah, Arizona is a wonderful place.
1: Um, but anyways, even though uh, the show is going to be taking a little bit of a different turn, please leave a review. It definitely helps out a lot and uh, and you could do so. Just go to the um, the podcast app on your iPhone, search for Pew Poo Panel, scroll down, click on reviews, and then you could leave a review. I don't know if it shows up if you just do the stars, you actually have to write something, which I greatly appreciate. Um, but yeah. And then stay tuned for what's to come. And uh and then Dalen, it's not it's not what is it? It's not goodbye or it's not forever. What do they say?
0: This is a saying I have not heard once, so this is gonna be interesting.
1: It's it's not you've heard this before. It's not uh it's not goodbye. It's see you later.
0: <laughs> oh, there you go. That was the most majestic like sign-off for my last episode. But yeah, no, thank you guys for tuning in. It has been awesome. Uh, you, you'll see me back here again, undoubtedly. We yeah. love you, and we will see you in the next one.